Welcome to Hopefully Concise. I'm your host, Hope Ann, and this is a place where I share sarcastic ramblings about life, writing, and my day-to-day journey between insanity and normality. Seven minutes long because you don't have much time, and neither do I. Today, I'm talking about how God's timing is different from ours and why it's so amazing. And it just comes from, it's just something I've been thinking about recently because I was reading about Paul, and Paul wants to go to Rome. And and then, um, so he's trying to go to Rome, or he's planning on Rome. He goes to Jerusalem. He gets arrested, which he knew was going to happen. But it wasn't like, oh, he gets arrested and he gets sent to Rome. He gets arrested, and then he ends up sitting around for like two years in this in this guy's uh, prison because you know they're hoping for bribes and there was like nothing to actually accuse him of. And eventually he appeals to Caesar and then it's more time and then he gets sent to Rome and then the shipwrecked and there's all this stuff that happens. But like, especially the whole two years in prison. And if it was me, it would be like, okay, you said I was going to Rome. What am I doing here? What am I doing here? Why am I here? What's taking so long? And, like, it doesn't say whether Paul was or wasn't like that, but I feel like he probably wasn't. He was probably, like, from other stuff, you know, the other things about him, it's probably like, oh, hey, here's a guard. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Oh, here's another guard. I'm going to tell you about Jesus. Oh, here's this guard. I'm going to tell you. Oh, here's a servant. And I feel like he was probably just, he was where he was. He knew he was going to Rome. He knew God was in control. And so he just sat down and did what he could until he got to Rome. It wasn't like Rome was the end goal and... He was just waiting until he got there. He was living his best life. Sounds really cliche. He was basically just keep doing the same things until he ended up there. And it was, and also thinking back, like even earlier in Acts, where he wants to go to, I can't remember where he wanted to go. He wanted to go to like two or three different places. And then God kept telling him no. And he wanted to do good things. He wanted to preach. I'm going to go here and preach. No. I'm going to go here and preach. No. Go to Macedonia. And then he goes to Macedonia. And then he preaches there. But it's just like, we have all these ideas. And we have these timelines. And they're good ideas. And they're like things that should be done. And then sometimes it's just like, no, you can do that in two years. You can do that in a few years. But the thing is, is it's not always like that. Because like, look at Nehemiah. Nehemiah heard about Jerusalem and the walls being down. He went to the, he he prayed. But then he went to the king pretty much right away. He says, go. He goes. He gets there. He looks around. He talks with people. He consults with himself, which is why Nehemiah is one of my favorite people, because he would just go look at things, see what needs to be done, consult with himself, and then he'd tell people what to do. It was amazing. But, um, and so, he, and he went, he built the wall in like 52 days. That was like very, very fast. So everything is, doesn't involve waiting. And then again, you get like, Abraham, where God says you can have a son. He waits 20 years before he has a son. And then it's like 400 more years, 400 plus more years of slavery before the nation is free and they finally get the promised land. So like, timelines are so wacky, I guess. Um, I almost went Doctor Who with like the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. I just said, never mind. But, like, timelines are so interesting because it's, like, basically, you don't know what God is doing. He has his perfect timeline of, you know, it's going to happen next month, next year, in 10 years. 
and it doesn't matter. Like, for us, we're limited. Like, we have this many years. We're going to live maybe 80, 90, 100 years if we're lucky. But, you know, we have this limited amount of time that we can live, that we can do things. And we're focused on, if it's a good idea, we need to do it. We need to do it now because we don't know how much time we have. God's not like that. God has all the time in the world. He's outside of time. So it's like, for him, it's just like, this is the best time for it to happen. And then we have to get there and wait. And it's not that that time for that to happen is like that's the end goal of whatever this event is, whether it's something personal, relationships, like, oh, I want to get married, whether it's something mission-related of, oh, I want to go to this nation, whether it's something I want to go help these people, I want to, whatever it is, having a kid, um, going, yeah, whatever. Whatever it is, God knows when it should happen. When is the best time for his glory, for his people, that it should happen? And it's just really encouraging that, like, when I look at stuff in my own life that might be taking a while, or stuff I'm like, I'm just living here, what's going on, what's happening? Or when there is, even like writing, it's like, okay, I reached this many level of subscribers, and I feel like it's just sitting here, it's not going anywhere, and what am I doing with writing? Why, I, I should be doing more with this. And it's like, don't stress about it. Do what you can do, where you're at. God's in control of the rest. You know, whatever his timeline is, whether he, he, some people are really, really successful, really, really young at like writing. Some people are middle-aged. Some people are older when they get their books out that touch the most people. And that's okay. It's not like, oh, these people were early and are doing awesome. These people are late and, you know, they managed to do stuff. It's like God is in control. And anyway, yeah, I just wanted to share that because it's something I've been thinking about. It's something I need to live more. Like, I know it in my head, but then I get into the gotta do things, gotta do things, gotta do things, gotta do things. I've been getting better. I have been getting better, especially here because of just the whole different unique situation with being in the Dominican Republic. And I have, th- I can do things here that I can't do at home. And I have less people interrupting me while also more people around. And it's, it's a very interesting dynamic. But anyway, that's just a really cool thing of just pray. And if you're doing what God wants you to do each day, just take one day at a time. If you're doing what God wants you to do, if you feel like you're where God wants you to be, then that's all that matters. Don't stress about, I have to get this book done, or I have to get to this nation, or I have to reach this point in my life. Just be happy where you're at. Witness where you're at. Live for God. Build up your relationship with God. And he'll get you there when it's his plan to get you there. And he might even want you somewhere else. So, you know, be open to that too. Because life is amazing. Anyway, if you enjoy this rambling, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, tell others about it. You can check out my website, authorhopeand.com, and download your free copy of Shadowkeeper. There's also like three other books, two other books that are short stories that you will get for free as well. And you will be then subscribed to a newsletter, and there's a whole bunch of fun stuff that comes with that. So also, yeah, Scarlet is there too. Um, if you don't know who Scarlet is, you just have to sign to a newsletter. Anyway, go check it out. I'll see you around in two weeks. Have a great time until then.